This episode of the Same Game Multi Podcast is brought to you by the fantastic team at the White Bull Hotel Armadale. Situated halfway between Sydney and Brisbane in the picturesque New England region, it's a perfect destination for the hungry traveller, serving delicious meals for lunch and dinner seven days a week. Be sure to check out the fantastic weekly specials in the drive through bottle shop. For more information, check out the website at whitebull.net.au. The views and opinion of the following podcast are general in nature and are not a guaranteed outcome. All personal research should be conducted prior to betting of any monies. All prices are correct at the time of recording. Please gamble responsibly. Yes, welcome to another edition of the Same Game Multi-Podcast. Thanks again for joining us. Big show today. Uh, we're one member down. We've had a run of injuries ourselves. Uh, Jared can't be with us today, but Ches and myself will be trying to get us through the full 80 minutes and uh, hopefully we'll, we'll put in a performance that Jared will be proud of, unlike his Parramatta Eels. Uh, we've got our, got our same old, same old happening, so... Stay on side because we're about to kick off. Mr. Cherry, how are you, mate? Good, mate. Back to 100%. What about you? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Thank you. Just so we'll let people know, we're actually doing this remotely today. I'm away um, on tour. And so Ches has phoned in. So we apologise if the sound's not as uh, good as it usually is. This is the first time that we've done it this way. So please bear with us. Um, Hopefully it sounds all right coming through the other end. So, um, how was your week, mate? You're a bit crook. Oh, pretty ordinary. Yeah, it's crook all week, so didn't do much. Pretty much just slept all day, every day. Oh, I'll tell you what, that's not fucking too bad, to be honest. It was all right, but yeah, no, apart from feeling sick. Um, how'd you go on your Maldives? Mate, very close on a few of them. Um, in the first game there, South, I had Latrell and AJ. Uh, two plus tries into South 13 plus. Uh, Johnson only got the single, so I missed out there. Uh, the Gold Coast game, I had Corey Thompson first try. He did score, but not not first up. Uh, in the Storm game, I thought I was on. I had a big five-legger, Storm 13 plus. And then four anytime try scorers, Jennings, Adokar, Pats, and Big Solomona. Solomona, I think, was the only person from Melbourne not to get a point in that game. Probably him and, probably him and Cameron Munster. Uh, and then I missed out on the Shaw thing. Uh, had Souths, Panthers, Storm, Roosters, and Para. Just all head-to-heads, and Para lost that game there against... Uh, Dragons. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Dragons. That's right. Yeah, so I'm a little bit dirty on, on that one. Another week but of we'll missed opportunities. We can, uh, yeah, see if I can... Recovered some from losses this week. Yeah, I was I was going a bit the same as you. Um, for the first five games, I was, I've missed um, missed three of them by one leg. Uh, missed the South game by one. Missed the Titans game by one, and missed the Storm game by one. But come good late Saturday night, um, got the Roosters and Sharks. I had that one. Uh, Brett Morris to score, Daniel Tupu to score, and Will Kennedy. Got that at 10.25, so that was really good. And then Sunday, uh, going into that Tigers-Cowboys game, which was a pretty ordinary game, but let me tell you, it was good for the back pocket because I got that one up as well, and uh, that one was paying $28.50. So that was Dane oh. Laurie, anytime try scorer, uh, Luciano Leilua, and Tabiai Fado. So 
Tabby Ifado and Dane Laurie were actually the first two try scorers of the day. Uh, after about 10 minutes, so I was sitting pretty, but Old Lay Lua was making me nervous. He didn't get across until about the 56th minute. Uh, but he did, that big free-flowing hair got across the line, so I was cheering about that one. Uh, also got my sure thing, which was South and Storm, both 19+. plus. Paying a couple of bucks there. And the Hail Mary, which I was hoping Jared would be here today because I was going to stick it to him. Um, I got that one up too, the Dragons head-to-head. Uh, and that one's paying $3.25. I said last week I sensed a bit of an upset and uh, it proved correct. So I got a uh, little bit over 200 bucks um, return for my $50 investment last week. So I had a really good week. So hoping to carry that form forward into this week. That's good collect, isn't it? Yeah, not wrong. Pretty easy money. Money in the bank. I noticed there, I, I put, just put a single bet on, on the Roosters game, uh, beat Moz for two or more tries, and that was playing five to one. Pretty good for, for Brett Morris. Yeah, I thought that was, that was pretty easy money, and he, he did get his two tries. So Got it up as well, that's good. Yeah. Um, what was your highlight, mate? We'll start with our highlight this week. I know there was a bit of confusion last week with a bit of the old fog, <laughs> fog brain you had. Uh, the listeners <laughs> loved that, by the way, but we'll start with your highlight. What was your highlight last week? Mate, the highlight would have been uh, a little Sammy Walker um, against the Sharks there in that last sort of seven or eight minutes. Really, really stuck in for that was that that second half of the second half. Uh, like really, really kept his cool and made some good options there with the ball. Obviously, getting the getting the chookies over the lawn. I was a little bit worried with that game. He started off very, very ordinary, uh, but then he produced the goods right at the end. Yeah, they really targeted him in defence early. Uh, sent a lot of traffic his way, uh, and yep. you know it was a good game plan. Uh, but yeah, he, he stood up when it counted and and showed uh, a lot more mature head than you know what he is. Only eighteen years old, second game of first grade. Um, yeah, I, I must say I was pretty impressed myself, to be honest. Um, for me, my highlight was uh, out of that game where I, I got the big multi up, uh, the Tigers and the Cowboys was Tabuai for those try. Uh, I don't know if anyone saw it out there, but uh, this, you know he's got speed for days, and what what he did was ran around Nofaluma. Chip and chase past the fullback and regather to score. It's just an outstanding display of, of um, you know, real football talent. And, you know, you, you can't coach speed, you can't coach against it. It's just really good to see. So, for me, the game itself wasn't great, but that moment out of it for me was my highlight. Uh, what about your low light, mate? What, what, uh, what didn't you like last week? Um, my low light would be the idea of trading players. Mid-season, Chris Castanja short with injury uh, counts and everything. If they're going to start sucking players and moving them left, right, and centre, does that mean that other teams can just start trading players too? It just, to me, it just seems weird that if you do have a few injuries, then you're allowed to go and buy some players right at the start of the year. Well, it just, I think they just got to suck it up, go into their youth sides, fix some people. Get them up into the ranks and just get them to cover for a couple of weeks and see how they go. Yeah, sort of, sort of like it feels a bit like you know when they do the, the draft and stuff for like the NFL and those sort of sports. They just, yeah, I, I don't know. It just doesn't sit well with me. Yeah, and it can't can't be good, you know, if you're a supporter of a team and you know you, one week you got someone lining up for you and then the next, you know, next time you play them, they line up against you. So. Yeah, it's um you know as as a f- football fan for a club, it it must be hard to take. Um, you know, obviously injuries this year have been quite dire. 
and there's been quite a few of them. Uh, I think they've got a 30-man train train on squad. The NRL might have to look at increasing that, maybe up to 33, 35-man squads or something like that, but, you know, and, and bring a few of those younger fellas in that train on squad so you can call on them, like you said. Yeah, that would be the smarter thing to do, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think so, and, you know... Uh, They've been very fluid with all these rule changes and, you know, 18th man concussions and six again, all this kind of stuff. So it's probably something that, that they will look at, no doubt, and, and, you know, implement it next year, if not sooner. So uh, for me, mate, my low light was just that Tigers performance uh, on Sunday afternoon, Leichhardt Oval, Tommy Radonikus, um, you know, tribute, and the performance they put on was just dismal, appalling. Um you know, to be booed off at halftime by your own fans, that kind of says it all, really. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah, I just don't know. You know, the, they should have been emotionally up for that game, and maybe they were too emotionally up for it. I'm not too sure. I can't can't speak for them. But, you know, they didn't start playing footy till about the 60th minute, um, and if they'd done that from the get-go, they would have put 60 on the Cowboys. Uh, as it turns out, you know, they left their run too late and uh, just couldn't get the bickies. Was it thirty four thirty? I think from memory, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. But they, the Cowboys, led twenty eight six at half time. So you know they out, yeah. well and truly outscored the Cowboys in the second half. And but yeah, I don't know. It'd be frustrating if you're a Tigers supporter, that's for sure. Anyway, that's our last week. Uh, we'll move on to this week. Looking forward as we always do. Uh, round six. Looking through the games, there's, I think there's going to be a lot uh, better games this week, a lot more evenly matched um, games. There are a couple of blowouts there. We'll talk about them in a minute. But you're looking at the betting market. You don't see that big blowout on a lot of the games like we did a couple of weeks ago. Uh, there's one or two there where it blows out, but the rest are pretty tight. So hopefully we have a good round of footy. I think that the punters are going to have a hard time even just with footy tips this week. There's a couple of games there that's sort of 50-50. Yeah, definitely could go either way. And, and I've reflected that in a lot of my... Moldies, I, I haven't put in a lot of winners. I, I've sort of stuck with some anytime try scorers because of that. You know, I didn't want that head to head or or whatever it might be to to be that one leg that fails. So, uh, first off, mate, we'll kick it off. We've got Brisbane versus Panthers Thursday night. Um, this is one of the games that is one of the blowouts. I think uh, Brisbane are paying thirteen dollars head to head at the moment. Panthers are at dollar six, I think dollar eleven maybe. So, um, can you see this anything? Brisbane doing anything, mate, with this one? Oh, not really. I think with the with Milford not being there, uh, so the halves for Brisbane this week, Brody Clock and Tom Dearden. Uh, so Kevin's going to give those two boys a little bit of a run and see how they gel together. Uh, Brisbane's also missing uh, Tio and Tessa Nui. Um, yeah, yeah, just well, with with the market price there. So I looked earlier on today. Broncos were twelve dollars, so they've they've blown out another dollar. Yeah, just check uh, now. Thirteen dollars and Panthers are a dollar three. Yeah, I was just about to say the Panthers were a dollar three earlier yeah. on, so so they're still unbackable. Uh, very, yeah, they are. They're yeah. just a head to head bet. A uh, little stat for this game: uh, Brisbane for this year are conceding an average of twenty five point four points per game. Now the Panthers have conceded 26 points all season. <laughs> so it's pretty much the same number, but for all the games compared to one game. So yeah. I, I, can see, I can see Panthers just having a field day out there, absolutely just demolishing them. 
Um, that's this comes back to the well, back to that, that price market there. I see you go Panthers thirteen or nineteen or or, or do you make your own mine and have you know give Panthers a minus thirty something start? Yeah, they they could definitely put that on them. That's for sure. Uh, they they got shocked a bit last week against Canberra. Canberra came out and, and gave it to them for the first twenty. They looked a bit rattled, um, but then their class just showed through, and you know they um, they end up putting Raiders to the through the cleaners. So that was a pretty good performance last week. Uh, what's your multi looking like, mate? What have you got on that? Mate, I've gone uh, Panthers thirteen plus uh, Xavier Coates and Staines anytime try scorers Panthers to win both halves. And Panthers, the first team to get 30 points or more. Now, with those five leagues, that's only paying 850. Yeah, it makes it tough in these blowout games. It's really, really hard to find some value. We've found, we've seen that over the last couple of weeks with with the games we've had. Um, for me, I've only gone a four legger, and that one's I've gone three anytime try scorers. We've got Brian Tottle, Charlie Staines, and Matt Burton. And I've also got the Panthers to win both halves, and that one's paying five bucks neat. Um, yeah, you know, you, you could put a dozen legs on there, and, and you'd only sort of just get over the double double digits in return. So I'm just putting on a little five dollar, um, you know, pretty safe bet there. I think three guys who score quite a few tries. Matt Burton's been really impressive uh, playing in the centre there as well. Got across last week. Um, so yeah, that that's sort of all I could find there for that one. Tottenham's due for a couple of tries too. He's been in the quiet lately. He was. Points on the board. Yeah, he was pretty quiet last week. They they played a lot more down Charlie Stain's side last week. Yeah. Um, all right, very good. We'll move on to the next game. This one should be a little bit closer. Uh, we've got the Knights versus Sharks. Anything coming out of the sheds on these two teams, mate? Mate, uh, Bradman Best is back for the Knights. Josh Dugan and Wade Gray uh, out for the Sharkies. Uh, they did a pass to HIOs. And they're both paying a dollar ninety. I thought the Sharks might have been slight of favourites in this game. Um, I had a vision, especially the way they played on last week. They showed a bit of bit of form there. Uh, almost rolled the chooks. Um, and the Sharks haven't beat a top eight side since two thousand and nineteen. Yeah, that's a pretty telling sign. That's a bit of a trouble with their yeah. With their with their club management, that they've been looking at that and trying to work around a system to get over these top eight sides, so they can control the bottom eight. They just can't be anyone that's, that's in that in that top eight section. They're, they're struggling there. Yeah, well, they do they do they do, they do put a few points on unlocks and some other teams. Yeah, like they can actually rack up some numbers. They just can't they just can't finish with them. No, and I suppose lucky for them that the Knights are sitting on eleventh at the moment. So. You know that, that yeah. this game probably might sort of fall in that category of the ones they end up winning. So, a bit of turmoil around the club this week. Um, obviously, John Morris has been sacked. We'll speak about that a bit later on as well. You know, it'll be be interesting to see how the boys uh, react to that and whether they sort of um, use that as an excuse or not. Yeah, I don't think they can really use it as an excuse. I don't think like that. They should be prepped up, ready to play anyway. Uh, probably will be in the back of their minds and stuff, but I, I can't see it affecting the actual game performance. Um, yeah, but I think the, I, I think the Sharks are going to be just a little bit too good for them this week. Yeah, okay. Um, well, does that reflect in your multi? You, you picking them in your multi? Yeah, I did. I just I just went Sharks head to head, um, and I just went real simple: Hunt and Will Kennedy anytime try scorers. 
and that's eight dollars seventy five. Yeah, Will Kennedy's playing really well. Uh, he got across. He is, yeah. Got across for me last week, uh, which was really good. Uh, for me, I've gone fairly simple as well. I've just gone three anytime try scorers. I, I, I still couldn't pick a winner in this. It was one of those games that I spoke about before where I just didn't want to put a head to head in just because I wasn't sure. So uh, I've just gone the three anytime try scorers. I've got uh, Ponga, Tuala, and Will Kennedy. Now, I found a bit of value there. That one's actually paying $20. Um, so yeah, nice. pretty good. Both All three of those guys got across last week. Uh, Tuala actually got a, uh, a double. So it's not like they haven't crossed the line um, for months. So yeah, I was pretty pretty impressed with that value, twenty bucks there. So, all right, now moving on, this could possibly be the game of the round. We've got the Storm versus the Roosters. Uh, what do you think of this one, Ches? Obviously, your your boys coming off a pretty good win last week. Uh, Storm coming off a big win. How do you see this one playing out? It's going to be a very different game to last week. Uh, for the matchup form, if you are after a bit of money and you got a bit of uh, confidence in the chooks, they're playing three twenty-five. They're blown out I, a bit. I, I don't, they have. I'm very, you know, always, always like backing my side and being confident. They definitely can win. Uh, will they win this week? I don't think so. I'm actually going to take Storm just in my regular footy tips. Mm-hmm. I have a smart bet there. Storm at home as well, so another little advantage for Storm. Uh, Freddie Lussick's out for the Chooks, but Lindsay Collins back. That's a big, uh, that's a big running, plus. Yeah, he'll be running off the bench. There'll be him and uh, big JWH uh, for some impact there. Mm. Uh, Drew Hutchison and Sam Walker, they're the halves. And just a little quick stat here on, on Paps. Well, Mr. Pappenhauser, he's scored... 46 points in the last two games. Wow. Uh, Roosters, yeah, <laughs> one one player in two games. That's absolutely unreal. Uh, Roosters are leading the try count for this season with 30. Melbourne's running second with 24. Last week, they scored nine. <laughs> so yeah. they had 15 tries last week until they kicked off and they finished with 24 for the season. So they're probably going to score... A lot more this week as well, I can imagine. Yeah, Harry Grant came back last week, played off the bench. Um, you know, he'll be better for that run. Whether they start him this week, I'm not too sure. I haven't sort of um, been paying too much attention to the team lineup, but old uh, Bellyache will probably probably wait till you know just before kickoff before he does decide to do that anyway. So, I inkling, I think I might have seen him on the bench. Yeah, yeah, I think they're probably playing off the bench for a bit, but you know, if if they want to pull a little rabbit out of the hat, so to speak, he might just start the game. Yeah, um, multi wise again. This was similar to the last game. I, I just couldn't pick a winner. I think the Storm will win. Um, the comeback the Roosters put on last week though just made me second guess that. Um, I was pretty impressed with that performance towards the back end of that game last week. Uh, so I've just gone anytime try scorers again on this one. And I was pretty impressed with this value too. So I've got Pappenhausen, Brett Morris and Teddy Tedesco to score. That one's paying $11.50. So I was quite impressed that one was actually in the double digits. I thought it would have only been about six or seven bucks, uh, but $11.50. So when I saw that price, I thought, yep, that's what I'll be putting on. What about yourself, mate? What did you go? I've gone very similar. So I've gone four anytime try scorers. Uh, Brett Morris, Tedesco, Pappenhauser and George Jennings. Oh, yeah. 
What that extra one get you? $25.25. Wow, for an extra try scorer. Yeah. Did you hear the um, bit of banter from the media uh, towards Tedesco claiming that Pappenhouse is a, a better fullback than him? I've heard the comparisons, uh, people comparing, asking if he is, um, you know, better. And, and I heard sort of Pappenhausen sort of hose those rumours down. Is that what you're talking about? He did, yeah. So Pappenhausen um, made a statement and he said uh, he doesn't think that he's better than him. That both, both quality players. He said he's worthy of the Blues shirt, uh, especially for his performance last year for the Origin. Uh, and he just politely said that... Um, in a way that they shouldn't be trying to compare people and say who's the best. So it does sort of hats off to Pappenhauser for controlling that, that situation. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think as far as just the um, the blue squad there, they've, they've both got to be in the squad, I believe. Uh, Tedesco at one, I think Pappenhausen's come off the bench, number 14. I think that's the perfect position for him. Yeah. Whilst, whilst Tedesco is still there, obviously, you know, when Tedesco isn't there or if, or if he gets injured or whatever might happen, he'll just slot right in there. But, yeah, definitely if they're both fit and healthy, both need to be in the squad. Tedesco won, Pappenhausen 14 for me. That's what I reckon too, definitely. Uh, all right, mates, uh, we'll move on to the, the, the fourth game of the round. Um, Manly versus Titans. Titans were very impressive last week uh, against a pretty poor Newcastle squad. Uh, put 40 or so on them. David Fafita ended up getting a hat-trick there. And and Manly got their first win of the season. It was a scrappy win. Daly Cherry Evans with the field goal. Uh, One-point victory. Any news coming out of these these sheds, mate? Any, any injuries? Mate, so Tommy Turbo's back for Manly. Uh, they've been waiting for that for, for months, so it'll be really good to see him uh, back in. The one thing that Manly fans out there have got to remember, though, is he's not going to be the saviour. Uh, I, I just, you know, he's not the Messiah coming back and he's going to make everything dandy there. There's there's still a lot of issues there, but big plus that he is back in. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. So he was out, uh, as we all know, from the hamstring injury. So he's back this week. Dylan Walker, who was his re- replacement, he's out for the hamstring injury. Yeah. So he might be on. Bit, uh, bit ironic. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Pretty funny. Um, Kate Tuss is back. Uh, he was playing number 14. Titans are paying a dollar forty-seven, mainly at two seventy. So, pretty much uh, should be a, what's say, easy game for the Titans. But uh, if they can come out and play like they did last week, they should they should pick up the goods there. Uh, Titans have won the last four out of five games against Manly as well. Uh, and I think it was. Round 19. Yeah, it was round 19 last year when Titans played Manly. Titans put 42 points on it. Yeah, I think Manly will probably get a bit of confidence out of that win. Uh, you know, they might remind them what the winning feeling is like. like. You know, they kind of say that, you know, once you lose so much, you kind of just get into the habit of losing. So hopefully that win might spark a bit in them. Turbo back, that'll spark a little bit extra as well. So... Uh, yeah, I think this will be a pretty good game. I don't think it'll be a blowout like the Titans Newcastle was last week. I think Manly might um, might come to play for this one. I think so as well. Um, what's your multi looking like, mate? What do you got? So I swear Titans head to head. Tommy Turbo and Corey Thompson anytime try scorers. I've done a little different one here for the fourth league. Neither team to score more than thirty points. And that's mm. paying twenty dollars and twenty five cents. 
I can see it being one of those sort of gritty games. You know, there's something like 18 to 10, something like around there. Yeah, yeah. For the scoreline. Yeah, very good. That's a that's a good bet actually. I was just I was just thinking that through in my head. So neither team yeah. to score more than thirty. Thirty points each. Yeah. yeah. So the game can be, oh, it can still be fifty something points for total scores, but yep. they'd have to halve that and have look twenty eight points each. Yeah. And yeah. Okay. That'll come through. So there's something a little bit different now. I thought I'd try that out. Yeah, definitely. See, I've, I've never even seen that. Just goes to show how how many uh, different different options you can have in your multis. There isn't. It? I was thinking of doing the uh, first try eight minutes or later again, but that has been canned. <laughs> uh, it's got a 10-week suspension, that one. Uh, for At me, least. I've gone, um, what have I got here? Four anytime try scorers. I've got uh, Philip Sami, uh, Brian Kelly, David Fafita, and Tommy Turbo in his return. That one's paying 23 bucks, so that was pretty good value there. Fafita, like I mentioned before, got across for a, for a hat-trick last week. He was outstanding. I think I can see him getting across for at least one this this week as well. Oh, yeah, it should. Uh, very good. All right, what we're just going to do now, just going to take a quick half-time break. Uh, I'm going to restock the beer, Chezzy's as well, and we'll see you straight after this. All right, we're back on deck. Uh, how was your break? Yeah, good, mate. Knocked down a couple of stubs. Very good. Sounds like you. Um, <laughs> next game, we got this is another blowout for me. We've got South versus Tigers. Uh, any injury updates or, or returning players there, mate? Uh, Dean Hawkins is out for South and Joey Lalu is out for Tigers. Yeah, another blowout game, mate. Dollar seven for South. Yeah. Cody Walker comes back in after serving that one match suspension. Um, that's yes, that's going to yeah, be Walker's a big, back. big plus for him. Um, obviously they didn't lose too much last week With Benji there You actually end up getting across for a try as well uh, But just the combination that, that Walker has on that left side With those players is You know, you just can't beat that Very, very dangerous, isn't it? Yeah, 100% uh, For me, I've got uh, What have I got here? Four legger just filled with South So I've got South 13+, plus, Latrell, Walker and Johnson All to score a try and that one's just paying $6.75. So not a lot of value there, as we spoke about before in these sort of blowout games. It's hard to find some value. Uh, but I'm pretty happy with $6.75 there. What do you got, mate? Mate, uh, South 13-12. Latrell and Cook, anytime try scores. And for the second half, to have the most points scored. And that's paying $11.50. Oh, those second halves fucked me up last week. Sorry, keep going. No, you're right. I think that the South sort of get over them after half time, just sort of run away with it. That's why I chucked that second half bet in there for the most points. Yeah. And, and I reckon the um, speed of Cook, too, I think, I reckon he'll be able to wear some magic there, a bit of a line breaking. Yeah. One under the sticks. Well, if the Tigers' defence is anything like it was in the first half of uh, last week's game, then he'll run right. Oh, he will. Mm. Uh, all right, we'll move on to this next game because I think this will probably be uh, one of uh, the games of the round. Raiders versus Para. Um, Para were pretty ordinary last week. Uh, Raiders were good for about half the game and, and then Penrith just came over the top of them. So both coming off a loss. Uh, I think they'll both be hungry for a victory here. Yeah, they will. Para will be looking for some redemption there from last week. Uh, Raiders are going to be solid. Trying to, trying to keep the 
kept the uh, ladder moving up for them. Uh, they're missing uh, Clockstad and Ryan Jones. Uh, Power's missing Ray Stone and Dylan Brown. He got a week for that crush attack. So they'll be missing him as well. Madison could be playing for Parramatta. We have to wait um, and just confirm that, I think, after tomorrow. Uh, if he is starting, uh, sorry, if he is playing, he'll be starting and he probably will be on the bench. Yeah. Uh, just going back to uh, Nickel Clock's ad being out, he's out for about six weeks. I think that's a really big loss for Canberra. Um, he's very safe back there at fullback. Um, the, the, when he went off last week, they they switched Rapana back there, and he he struggled. Um, thankfully, this week they've put Rapana back out on the wing and, wing and they brought in Caleb Aitkins, uh to play there at fullback. So, but they're going to miss him for the next half dozen rounds. That's for sure. Most definitely, aren't they? It's going to be a bit of a bit of a knock for them. Mm. Bit of a stat for this game. Uh, the Raiders have are on a ten game winning streak at home against the Eels. Bloody hell. I'd go back a while yeah. then. Yeah. Can't. I, was, I was quite surprised when I was going through those, those stats earlier. Can't win down there in the cold. Especially, did you notice the last few years when, on those Monday night games with Canberra playing at home, they used to always dominate on those cold Monday nights? Yeah, no one liked going down there any time of the week, nope. let alone a cold Monday. Uh, what do you got mouldy-wise, mate? What's it looking like? I'll just get this one super simple. I've gone Whiten and Cartwright anytime try scores. And for the total points scored for the whole game to be over 28 and a half. And that's paying 16.75. Yeah, okay. Is Cartwright starting or is he off the bench? Starting at number 17 on the bench. Yeah, okay. So that's probably why your Moldy's fairly big there with, with the three try yeah, scores. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, for, pretty sure from memory it was... He was paying $5. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, for me, I, I've gone simple as well. Three anytime try scorers. Couldn't pick a winner here. Um, I still can't pick a winner. That's why I've just gone this. But I've gone uh, three anytime try scorers. Jack Whiten, Mike Acevo, he's been very quiet the last couple of weeks, so I'm expecting him to get across. And Fergo, that one's paying 15 bucks. so I was pretty impressed there as well. Yeah, we are. Yeah, Whiten got across last week. Um, he, he scored... Uh, the first try there for the Raiders. So, yeah, 15 bucks. I'm pretty happy with that. Strong runner with the ball, isn't he? Oh, very strong. Yep, yep, yep. Um, all right, move on to the second last game. We've got Dragons versus Warriors. Tell you what, Dragons have been impressing me. What about yourself? Man, I have been impressed with them. They've just been, they sort of picked up uh, where they sort of were lacking, I guess you could say, from last year. So it was pretty hopeless and boring. Until towards the end of last year, I think they did win a few games there. Uh, but this year, they've actually come out and they're having a fair good crack. Um, their games are pretty exciting to watch. Yeah. They're winning off the back, um, of, the, back of their defence too. That's, that's where their wins are coming from. They're bashing, bashing the teams, as, as Tommy would have said, uh, in defence. And, and then, then the attacks coming from that. And they were really good last week against uh, Eels without their main playmaker, Benny Hunt, so I was, I was impressed with him. I think at yeah. the start of the season, I know myself and one other, whether it was you or Jared, both had us, uh, both had the Dragons with the spoon. Now they're, they're, I think both of us did. Yeah, definitely two of us did. I wasn't sure who the other was. Uh, but now they're running fourth on the on the ladder, so very impressed. Turned it right around, haven't they? Yep, definitely have. 
Uh, Warriors are missing Pussy Tua. He's got a hamstring injury. And Katoa, he's out as well. Uh, quick little stat for this game. Uh, Dufty, he scored eight tries in the last seven games at Jubilee Stadium. He might be up for nine from eight after this week. Yeah, uh, St. Right. Georgia, yeah. <laughs> St. Georgia averaging 18 dummy half runs per game, and they're leading the dummy half runs for 2021. Very good. Well, I'm hoping Dufty gets another one because I've got him in my multi. Uh, this one I've kept simple as well. In fact, the last three games I've just kept really simple. Three anytime try scorers, Matt Dufty, Zach Lomax and Ken Mamalo. That one's paying $8.25. Yeah, nice. I've got, I've got three as well. I went Dragons head-to-head. Uh, and then my three anytime try scorers, Ramsey, Lomax and Pompey. And that's paying fourteen fifty. Who is your last try scorer? I just missed that, sorry. Pompey. Oh, yes. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, you can get across the line too. Yeah. Yeah, that one's paying fourteen fifty. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Considering, yeah, you know, I think Ramsey's paying about a dollar forty, or I think he is. Yeah, he hasn't got a cross. I don't know. I've been a bit disappointed in Ramsey, to be honest. Uh, you know, he burst on the scene last year. Been a bit quiet in the last few weeks. Um, you know, whether they're just not playing their attack down his side, I'm not I'm not too sure, but... I've picked him a few times to get across, and he's let me down, so he's cut at the moment. I think I've backed him for a try scorer the last three weeks, and he hasn't got a try. Yeah, well, he's due then. That Def- makes him due. Yeah, definitely the last two weeks. Yep. Might have been three. Yeah. All right, last game. Um, now, if we didn't have to put a bet on this, I wouldn't have, uh, and, I wouldn't be, and I'm not going to be watching it. Cows versus dogs. Anything? Uh, Reverend Cotter's out for Cowboys. And Josh Jackson's out for the dogs. Uh, a torn calf muscle of training, so they'll be missing him big time. He mm, only just come back last week too. Yeah, yep. Uh, big Tom Alara is possible. They yeah. have to wait till after tomorrow's training session, which is what, Thursday's training session. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't think he'll play. No, nah, they'll see if his hand or his thumb area there is going to be fatal, but I think if they were going to be running, they would have named him already. I think he'll, he'll probably won't play until next week now. Um, just a quick stat for the Dogs. So they're up to 34 points scored now for the 2021 season after five games. It was good to see him actually get some points last week. Um, you know, it been so long. So what do you say, 20, 34 points for the, the whole season? And Yeah, so that's over five games. So that's about 6.8 points per game roughly and what, on average. And what did Pappenhausen have for the last two games? He had, I'll just go back to one note here, it was 40, 46 points in the last two games. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Multi-wise, I've kept this simple because I just couldn't be bothered looking any deeper, to be honest. Three anytime try scorers, Kyle Felt, Valentine Holmes and Dallin with Tenny Zelezniak, paying $9.75. What do you got, mate? I, this is a bit of a hard one. I took a while to write this down. Uh, North Queensland head-to-head. And then three anytime try scorers. Drink water, Valentine Holmes, and Big Jake Greenville. And that's paying $32. Good odds if it comes off, that's for sure. Bloody oath. Uh, all right, move on to our sure thing. Uh, for me, mate, I've, I've gone three anytime try scorers here, but in, in different games. So I've got Charlie Staines, uh, Pappenhausen, and Cody Walker to score. 
uh, try in their respective games. That one's paying six dollars thirty-five. Yeah, nice. Absolutely, very possible too. That yeah, v- very possible. Very, very. That is. That's it. Man, I've gone uh, Panthers and South to both in thirteen plus, and then B Moz and Paps anytime try scores in their game. That's five dollars eighty-eight. Yeah, I looked at putting the Panthers and South thirteen plus just as that, but it was only paying a dollar forty-four or something. So I thought, no, I need a bit better value there. Yeah. Um, all right, and my Hail Mary, what what do you got for your Hail Mary, mate? Well, I've actually read my short thing in to start the Hail Mary. So I've got Panthers and South thirteen plus, B Moz Pappenhauser, Jennings, Corey Thompson, anytime try scorers, and Latrell Mitchell to score two or more tries. This comes through is paying $101.46. What is it, a seven legs? Two, three, four, five. Yep, seven legs. Seven legs. That is a Hail Mary, I tell you. That is. But in saying that, <laughs> it's it's not uh, out of the realms of possibility. It's not. There's just, there's just a lot of legs there. Yeah, you've got to get a lot. The, lots got to go right. The odds for all of them are small, but yeah, so I just put those two extra ones in. So yeah, yeah. 101 to 1 for that one. Well, you make my Hail Mary look pretty ordinary because I've just gone manly head-to-head. Um, I did it last week with the Dragons, got a little upset there. So I've gone manly head-to-head over the Titans, and that one's paying $2.75. So not paying as much as the Dragons were last week. Uh, I just, like I said, I think now they've got you know a run on the board. Turbo's back. That'll give them a bit of a boost. I can just see them possibly getting over the Titans, who, who were good last week, um, and, and a bit like Power Pro, might, might just be due for a loss, so. All right, Chez, that's all the games. Um, now, we'll just move on. Episode probably be a little bit short this week. We don't have Jared with his shit list having a rant at the end, unfortunately. Um, so we'll just move on to good call, bad call. And first off, I've got um, for the Sharks, Fitzgibbon in, Morris out. Good call or a bad call there, Chez? I think it's a good call. Uh, like what I touched on earlier, uh, with the Sharks not being able to get above those top eight sides. Fitzgibbon, well, everyone can remember, he was an absolute workhorse back in his day. Uh, very good with the boot as well. I think he's going to bring a lot of experience to that outside, maybe suggesting new ideas, structures, and strategies there. And with, with him behind him, they may be able to turn some games around and uh, become contenders again. So, good call for me. Good call. Um, for me, I'm a bit on the fence. Um, I think all those things you said about not being able to beat top eight sides, I, you know, I understand all that. But Morris, the, the roster he's had there, the, the conditions he's had to work with, he's got the Sharks to the finals in last two years. Um, yes, granted, it was only just scraping in and they went out in, in week one, but he got them there, whereas a lot of other coaches weren't able to get their teams there. The other knock that they, they reckon they... Uh, Morris had was he couldn't attract other players to go there. He wasn't the kind of coach that people went, you know, kind of went, oh, yes, I've got to go to the Sharks and play under Johnny Morris. So whether that happens with Fitzgibbon or not will remain to be seen. But he served a pretty good apprenticeship, Fitzgibbon, under under Trent Robinson there. He's also been in the Blues with Freddie. Um, I'll go good call as well. Um, And next one follows on from that. So Morris, um, obviously with that news that broke yesterday with, with Fitzgibbon giving the job, Morris has quit effective immediately. Do you see that as a good call or a bad call, mate? Yeah. I, I think if you're looking through his eyes, through John Morris, it, it'd be a good call. 
he asked him about the situation and I said there was no plans, nothing. And I think it was a matter of 24 or 48 hours later, that's when I all got the, got the messages that Fitzgibbon was, was going to be there. So I think he would have felt a bit dirty at him for that. Uh, the Strothman lost that when they obviously knew that something was, was about to happen. Um, and then in saying that, he probably should have stayed and just seen the year out. I think um, if other clubs who have to look at going somewhere else, they're going to see him as just getting up and leaving. Are they going to risk getting him there and having a like a confrontation with him or something further on down the line, and then he ups and leaves again? I, I don't know. Probably a probably a bad call. He just left without giving notice. Yeah, I, I feel for Morris here, like, you know, if you put it in, I know, you know, it's a professional sport, but if you were told by your boss that, you know, you're not going to be needed in, in six weeks' time, are you going to stay or are you going to go look for something else? So I can kind of see, you know, why he's done it. Don't know what the payout figure and, and how the contracts work, I'm not privy to that. I, I don't know, I can see why he'd be upset. I'm going to go a good call. I'm going to go a good call for Morris to... To, that's um yeah for Johnny Morris I think it's a good call. Yep, yeah, it's a bit of a tough one, isn't it? It is, yeah, it is, and both those two are, you know, Fitzgibbon and Morris out, and also that one are both fairly tough because, you know, from all reports and everything, you know, you see from the outside, Johnny Morris is a really good bloke, you know, and, and obviously the the players there at Cronulla that he coaches currently like him and they want to play for him. You see that from their performances. Yeah, it's hard, but I'm going to go with that last one. I'm going to go good call. Yeah. Uh, all right, this one might be a little bit easier for you. Uh, Josh Maguire, uh, effective immediately to the Dragons from the Cowboys. Good call or bad call there? Good call. Good call for? Good call for everyone bar the Cowboys. <laughs> well, they, they were pretty keen to get rid of him, I think. He, he spoke up there a couple of weeks ago about about a few things, and I don't think they are too happy there. Um, so it might be a good call for them as well. I think what, what we're saying earlier with, it, with how much the Dragons have lifted this year, he's going to go in there and be, be trying to prove something as well. And they're playing around uh, with that with that Dragon side, and that's going to help lift his game as well. Yeah. So, but, I, but I think it's a good call. He's going to have a lot more, um, uh, what, what would the wording be, uplifted chemistry, I guess you could say, within himself after a couple of weeks after he settles down and uh, gets used to it's just the uh, St. George uh, styles. So, yeah, definitely a, a good call for me. Yeah, I'll go good call too. I think, like you said, good call for probably all involved. Um, Dragons getting the old Brisbane band back together. It's just another one. So you've got him, McCulloch, uh, Corey Norman, Ben Hunt, all used to play at Brisbane under the current coach for the Dragons. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it would be a good call as well. Uh, now this one's a bit of a tricky one as well, so I'm, uh, I'm not sure if any if you saw there last week, Ches, um, the bit of the brouhaha that um, Stephen Crichton caused after a try celebration against the Raiders. Uh, Joseph Tarpany was just standing on the sideline waiting to come back in the game, and you know Crichton seen him there and sort of thrown his shoulder into his back, and then and then gone to hug him to pull him into the try celebration, uh, and which then you know obviously caused a, a bit of a ruckus. Uh, right next to the crowd, which wasn't good as well. Now, for that incident, uh, the NRL have fined him $1,350. Do you see that as a good call or a bad call? 
for the amount of the fine. Yeah, the amount of the fine for for what it sparked, you know, and, and just sort of the you know you got fined for sort of an unsportsmanship, um, bring the game into disrepute kind of thing. Yeah, the amount of the fine thirteen hundred and fifty dollars for someone that's probably on about four hundred thousand a year. I was just about to say, is he on a between what the three fifty four fifty marker? Yeah, I would think so. So it's a bit of pocket change for him, isn't it? Ast- really, ashtray uh, money. It is. Uh, if they're going to get fined that amount of money for those sorts of sorts of acts uh, with the salaries that they're on, they're just going to do it week in, week out. Yeah, that's exactly. I, right. I think they have to start making examples straight away, especially with, with with that sort of a situation too. You know, you got you got families there, you got people there with their, with their little kids watching the game. You don't want that happening. No, and something uh, silly like that, you know, like you said, you got a thirteen year old kid there watching it. What's he going to do when he goes and plays next week? You know, after yeah. he, after his team scores a try and he sees someone from the other side just stand there, he's going to do the exact same thing. Thinks it's okay. You know, again, he didn't punch anyone and he didn't murder anyone but it, it just was unneeded you know Tarpany yeah. wasn't doing anything wasn't sort of he was you know he wasn't sort of giving it to him or anything like that and, and what it caused was yeah I, I think it's a pretty bad call from the NRL hit him with a five ten thousand dollar fine make it worth something and make it go to a you know obviously a charity or something like that or, or a junior rugby league club and make him have to go out there and donate it and talk about you know how, how he should be playing the game and, and apologise for his mistake. That's exactly right, yeah. I definitely, I, yeah, it should have been, you know, a lot more than that. Uh, easily sort of, you know, eight to ten times amount of what he got. Uh, all right, and our last one, mate, to wrap us up, uh, we've got Anthony Milford's been dropped to reserve grade. You mentioned before when we'll preview on the game. Um, Kevy, you know, he, he's made the tough call to do it. Anthony Seabold couldn't, didn't do it last year. Well, he probably should have, but Kevy has. Uh, do you see that as a good call or a bad call, mate? Uh, to me, this is a good call. And not because Milford's playing bad, but which has just been hot and cold. Nothing to do with that. It's the fact that Kevy's thought about this and has put him back in reserve grade. I was reading uh, what Kevy was saying the other day. Uh, his decision to put him back into reserve grade is for him to have no pressure, get his mental state back, Find his footy game again, just go out there and just start to start playing, even if it's only for four or five weeks. And then hopefully he can find what he used to have and then come back and start playing first grade again. And I think that his plan there uh, as well uh, with that is to try out those um, other half combinations as well, just so for future references. So if he did get injured, then he knows who to, who to have him replaced by as well. So I reckon it's a good call there from Kevy. He's sort of looking after his team there a bit. Um, on a personal level instead of just, just a football level. Yeah, all right. I'm going to go good call as well, and I don't think I need to say anything else because you basically said it all, uh, which is great. So thank you for that. Save me right. save me a couple <laughs> of breaths. It's good. Uh, very good. All right, mate. Uh, that's it for us today. Uh, like I said, we apologise. Uh, Jared couldn't make it today. Uh, no shit list, but let me tell you, I'm sure he'll be back with a vengeance next week. Uh, anything else, mate, you want to say before we head off? Oh, I don't think so, mate. We've got to go chuck some sticks on the fire. I think it's starting to chill off. Has nipped off, eh? Perfect, perfect has, uh, football watching weather. Might have to pull out the old go for loafers, I think. The old knee rug. Watch your team go around. Yep. Very good. All right. Uh, once again, uh, make sure you head over to our social media pages. Still got that competition running uh, last week, I, I believe. So make sure you get in and enter that. 
Uh, and as always, stay on side and don't text and drive. <laughs>